Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. So this episode is called Hidden Teachings of the Sacred Feminine. And I think we're actually going to do a Hidden Teaching Sacred Feminine series. So this is somewhat of an introduction to that series that I am going to unveil and unpack over the course of um, the next several podcasts, they may not be in order, like the next podcast that you get may not have anything to do with Sacred Feminine, but each time we talk about the Sacred Feminine, it will be a part of a series. This podcast is best um, to watch it on YouTube, okay guys, because I share some video, I share some photos to tie it all together and to to really bring the message home. So as all things that ebb and flow, the divine sacred feminine energy is once again on the rise as we all come into and get very comfortable with the new Aquarian age. Because she, she as in the divine sacred feminine energy has been suppressed for way too long. Her rise can feel like destruction. It can feel like chaos. It can feel like anger. It can feel like wrath. It could even feel like turmoil. But as her energy rises in all of us, okay, both men and women. So if you are biologically a man or a woman, you have feminine energy within you. So as her feminine energy rises in us all, we have to first understand it. Okay, because we cannot heal anything that we don't understand. So we have to understand it. Then we have to save space for it to happen. All right. When things come up, we can't again suppress it. So we have to save space. We have to allow it. We have to surrender to how it is coming up. Then we have to heal it. So we go from the wounded feminine to the divine, the divine feminine. And then guess what? We harmonize it. We harmonize it with the divine masculine energy. And, um, the information in this podcast is really just touching the surface. Um, I read from a few resources, especially hidden scriptures and left out scriptures um, of the gospel, especially the gospel according to Mary Magdalene. Um, I also touch on different, just the the divine mother through history as it shows up in different deities. So as Osset and Isis and Mary Magdalene, um, just we've seen how women have been depicted over time, depending on who's telling the story, how the visions of these women looked and how they look different depending on who told the story but also how it has been suppressed because the supreme energy the the prime creator is mother god father god okay everything in the cosmos is the law of gender has both masculine and feminine principles so the feminine principle has been suppressed and the biggest place that it has been suppressed has been in religion and many people go about the religion whether you know it's the bible or whatever other religion you're you're falling under 
um, or other chat or the text, you have to understand this because it's so, so important. This imbalance has been one of our biggest, biggest issues to date. All right. And one of the, the reasons why we're here is to experience this wholeness within our bodies and within with others as well. So I don't want to say too much more. Um, just sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast, reach out if you have any questions. And as always, guys, we appreciate you. Thanks for liking, subscribing and sharing. We are being heard in many countries right now. All right, guys, check it out. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your host, Janie Charlotte. And on this episode, I want to dive into the divine feminine energy or the sacred feminine energy. And from a standpoint of balance and harmony, but also from the feminine aspect and how that has showed up throughout history and why it's important for us to understand this energy and what it means for us now, all of us right now, men and women. So whether you are biologically a man or a woman, the divine feminine energy is important. And because um, right now we are in, um, we are in what I would say the rise of the divine feminine energy within. And we have to understand it because if we don't understand it, we don't understand why it's in a rise. And sometimes when things rise, it could look very chaotic. It could look uh, very destructive. It could be angry. It could be a lot of different things. And we have to understand it. We have to save space for it to rise. And how divine masculine energy actually can open up that space for it to rise. So um, I just kind of want to show a few pictures. So I'm actually going to share my screen um, so that this could be a little more um, visual for you. So I first want to show this photo, okay? If you guys could see that. This photo is known as the Black Madonna, all right? Or the Black Mother. I've looked up, I've uh, researched why it's called the Madonna and the, the best that I could find is, is just another word for mother. But um, this photo, and there's, there's actually statues around that you can actually go and view yourself. Um, this photo is well-respected and revered by a lot of people, but we don't hear about it often. We don't see it often, okay? So I want you to just keep this in mind, okay? And as you can see, that's a mother with a child, all right? So I want to show another photo. Of how. One second, let me pull it up. Uh, one 
second. Okay, there we go. And how you see here, the original mother and son are a child. And as you could see, how before, after, and way after, how these images have changed, okay? And it's important to, to know why the images have changed because it all depends on who's telling the story and how they want their story to be viewed, right? But it's important just to understand the concept behind it, all right? The concept is the original mother and son. You could say the original mother and child. I like to say child because this could be son or daughter, all right? But as you can see, the original mother and son, original mother and child. And over time, the visions have changed, all right? So you might have heard different things. You might have heard offset, Isis, uh, Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, all these women over time, but their stories have not really been told. Their stories is like a mystery. It's, it hasn't been told. So I wanted to somewhat break down some of the mystery and dive into some of it myself. And it's important because right now, as a feminine energy, it's important for me to understand the energy that runs through myself and how that is connected to everyone else in this universe, and including my masculine counterparts, um, my son, you know, uh, my my love, Russell, um, and then every every other male and female that I'm connected to. So I wanted to break that down a little bit. Um, through many generations, the feminine principle has been suppressed, okay? And the biggest suppression has come through religion. Um, so if you are only, if you are only seeking, I guess, uh, spiritual knowledge, um, spiritual enlightenment, and only reading the Bible, you are missing out in so much. Um, so that's why I wanted to do this podcast. So there's a couple of things that I have done myself, taken upon myself um, to research. First of all, there's a lot of um, scriptures that have been left out of the Bible. This is a good resource if you want to tap into that. Okay, lost scriptures. One of the ones that you can tap into the divine feminine energy is the gospel according to Mary. Um, Another thing that I've tapped into is this, is the Mary Magdalene Within. This is very good because it's actually a channeled work. The author is Joan Norton. Um, she channels energy and the book is a channeled energy. So you have to be open to the information and how it's coming in. If, and that's another part of this energy right now because the feminine energy is energy that you cannot see. It is, is energy that you feel. So you have to be in tune with feeling things and letting it resonate and how that feels within your body to know if that resonates as truth for you. That is divine feminine energy. So this book is a channeled book of Mary Magdalene speaking, channel her energies channeled through the author. And um, I personally just wanted to read it to see how it felt for me as I read it. And did it resonate? Did it, um, did it open me up more? Did my soul start to ascend as I read the words? And it did. 
it really, really did. Um, so I want to read something out of this book that I think is interesting. And I think by the end, I'll tie it all together so that it will make sense to you. So this specific passage is called Jesus describes his love for Mary Magdalene. And we know it's Yahshua, also known as Jesus, okay? So it says, when our bodies twined as one, he said he knew how the rivers loved the earth, how the oceans felt about the shores. I gave him knowing of love of the body as love of the earth. He loved my body as teacher of the rhythms of the earth. Men are without knowing of the rhythms, which are the ebb and flow of all creation, without knowing woman's body life and her experience as an earth. She is earth herself, he said, as well as we all are and fail to feel. Cherish her rhythms. He told his followers, cherish the rhythms of thought and feeling that the women are willing to show you. This he felt through me, but had been shown by his God. He told me this. His God had shown him on that fateful night of showing that through women would the world evolve in all. Through women would each man be saved. This he knew. His God had shown him. He had seen he and I in a vision. He said that when he saw, when he was shown this, it was only a showing and seeing and not a feeling for what would be. He was shown there would be a woman teacher to learn from, to learn the reason for an earth life. His God said this to him, showed himself with a woman, but not which woman. And from her, he was to learn and then to pass on that learning as best he could. So this is important because it, it highlights the balance and harmony of masculine and feminine, of man and woman in human form on earth, all right? Um, and it also highlights that they had a very intimate, loving relationship. They were lovers. Um, and so this has been suppressed the, the biggest part of this has been suppressed, especially in religion. And I think we have only known God or source or whatever you call it as man. And we have projected this image into our minds according to things like the Bible because of what we're taught. And one of the biggest things is we, we reference it as he. And I'm a big person that words have power. So as women, as divine feminine women, and to under, to start to embody your divine feminine energy as goddess, because everything in the universe is two-part. There's masculine feminine energy. So is the prime creator. It is both feminine and masculine. So in order for women to start accepting this energy and embodying this energy, we have to first call ourselves goddesses. We have to see this feminine God part of ourselves, not just he is God, but she is God. And not just the women, but the men as well. We all have to accept this feminine side of us. 
and it has been suppressed in both men and women. And I, if there's anything that you take from this particular podcast, I just want you to understand that to, to truly tap in to that creative universal spark that is of God, prime creator, that we all have, you have to tap into the feminine energy because that feminine energy is the creative energy. All right. So I wanted to, to read that because it really humanizes both Yahshua and Mary Magdalene. It also shows, there's so many things in that book, but there's, it also shows um, their very intimate relationship uh, that they had. I mean, she goes into them, um, they were on a mission together. They were both trying to, to show people of that time that God was within them, that it was not anything outside of them. Um, she even goes to say where they came from as far as their spark of energy, a different planet, um, and that they were incarnated on earth for that time to show the people of that time, to help awaken the people of that time. So it's interesting when you start to, to think about it. So um, if we know that the feminine aspect is, is love, compassion, collaboration, and healing, we all have to start integrating that into our being every day. It does come a little bit easier and more natural for women to do. That's why the masculine have to start doing this as well. So I wanna also share another photo really quickly. Okay, so as you could see this, um, we have right brain function, left brain function. Uh, typically left brain is masculine, right brain is feminine, okay. Um, and sometimes you'll, you'll hear people say the left path, the right path, and then the middle path, okay? The middle path is in balance and harmony. All of these energies within each individual men and women are harmonized and in balance, okay? And that's, that's really how you become whole and you walk into your own godship, your own mini creator, god or goddess. So I wanted to show that. I also want to show a wounded photo. So let me look at that. Let me get that pulled up as well. All right. Um, and this is the feminine. OK, because, you know, I'm a woman and I think I could speak more on being a woman. You know, I am a woman this lifetime. I'm in the body of a woman. I have the ebbs and flow of a woman um, and I go through the emotions of a woman. And I think it's it's important for our women to to learn things from both men and women. but the biggest part of suppression and dominance and mind over heart, which mind is masculine, heart is feminine, has been that men have been teaching women who they should be, how they should act, who they are. And so I think it's important that as 
sacred divine feminine, not wounded, but divine, can teach other women the understandings of this and how it all how it all works and flows, especially in her body. So divine, vulnerable, loving, nurturing, caring, supporter, encouraging, understanding, empathetic, emotions, formless, all right, receptive, compassionate. Wounded feminine, desperate, validation-seeking, unworthy, abandonment, overcompensating, passive, people-pleasing, confused, helpless, powerless, victimized, indecisive, okay? So as women, we could, we could probably see ourselves or have seen ourselves at some point in our, in our lives on both sides, all right? And the point is, if you're somewhere on this wounded side, it is in love to get on this divine side, all right? And the only way we could heal wounds, and as women, we are healers, is to first accept that we have wounds and that we have been wounded and, um, and learn and in that light and in that love, turn these wounds into divine energy. All right, and, and heal that on a deep level. Um, this actually, as we do this individually, as all women do this individually, we get closer and closer and closer to the goddess within until we fuse with, with the one prime creator. And you'll feel that energy, all right? You will definitely feel that energy. And when we do this, guess what? We now awaken our masculine, our divine masculine, you know, and masculine, they are also wounded. I didn't put up wounded masculine because I really wanted to focus on the divine feminine energy. Um, but when we, when we are con in constant connection with our divinity within us as women, we then awaken our masculine and they can then start to heal their wounds and get into their divine masculine energy as well. But as women, and it, it is just a part of the, how the most high creator have established it, you know, established it here. This, this is what we are naturally able to do. And um, some of this information, when I when I came into it, 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 it's very painful because you start to think about generations and generations and generations of women who have been used and abused, who've been manipulated um, by mind games from masculine energy, you know, how mind control, all these things to, to just shut the heart off, to close it off. And I'm sure you could probably think about some women in your family, in your lineage, um, and generationally, how they have been turned off from their hearts. And whether they had to do it to protect the heart, um, you know, just to survive, because that's another thing, you know, uh, we, we have to get out of survival mode. Um, it, it's so many reasons, but it was quite painful when I did understand it on a very collective level. And that's what this is all about. It's about healing on the collective level. Individually, you have to do it. And when you do it individually, collectively, we all do it together. Um, but you, we could heal generations immediately 
immediately when you tap into this, this true unconditional love that has always been with you, all right? But through programming, through religion, through suppression of, the, of what true energy is, we have been told a different story, okay? So if you see yourself somewhere on this wounded side as a woman, um, in love and in light, heal that. You have the power within you to heal it and to get into this divinity. And when we are all walking in our divinity, we all raise in the vibration here. But it's important for women to do it because you are that spark. You are that, that creator goddess. And uh, we work in balance and harmony with our divine masculine to continue creation. All right. So um, I wanted to talk about that. I have one last video that I want to also show that I think will help with bringing it home for the most part. Let me get that pulled up as well. Let's see. The final words of Socrates before he was executed were a warning to the world. He said, we owe a great debt to Asclepius. Pay it and don't forget. Asclepius was the god of healing. And you may be familiar with the Asclepius staff, which is a rod entwined with a serpent. It represents healing energy, inner energy that is alive, free from conditioning, free to move of its own intelligence, as opposed to the energy of the dualistic mind. In the early centuries BCE, the Asclepius symbol was emblazoned on some of the first money coins mass-produced in ancient Greece and Rome, and it has morphed into what we call the dollar sign today. It is an ancient reminder hidden in plain view, a reminder that an exchange of money is an exchange of energy. Christ consciousness or Buddha nature is supported by the feminine principle, by great mother, by the Nagas, the serpent wisdom. This wisdom teaches us to purify the inner temple, to purify ourselves of ego. The feminine principle has had countless names throughout history. Gaia, Shakti, 
Sophia, Logos, Mahalakshmi, Parvati, Durga, Isis, Mary, the spiral of life. This living energy of the higher mind is the innate intelligence of the universe. This nature wisdom has been systematically suppressed, demonized, exploited and controlled throughout the last millennia. In order to free energy from the unconscious definitions that we hold, we must unbind the knots that create identification with the ego structure. Letting go of grasping at comfort, letting go of knowing. Right now, at this time in history, at this time within yourself, the debt that Socrates is speaking of is coming due, both individually and collectively. There is only one currency with which you can pay this debt. You must pay with yourself. So, um, I hope you understood that. Um, and I want to reference that is the Samadhi movie. You could find it on YouTube. It's in three parts. That particular part was the last part in part three. But watch every part, part one, part two, and part three. And it's going to sum things up for you nicely. If the things are a bit confusing, you may have to go back and, and unlearn and relearn and unlearn and relearn for it to make sense to you. But the biggest part that I wanted to drive home is the feminine principle. The feminine principle that has been suppressed, that is the creative energy, that is a part of the, the prime creator, the mother god, the goddess. And if you are a woman, you are also goddess and you have to walk in that understand that and embody that and when we do that we shift humanity we shift it and um that's prophecy prophecy that the, the rise of the divine feminine would come to shift all of humanity and i think we're here and it is up to us individually both men and women to allow this divine feminine energy within to rise to heal it and to rise it. And most divine masculines, they will make room for that to happen. If there's a wounded masculine, they will mock it, they will belittle it. And we've seen that happen. We've seen wounded masculine energy mock, belittle women. And that type of energy can't stay on earth because mother earth is also a living, breathing, feminine entity. And she is also rising up, all right? So I wanted to just kind of wrap that all together. I hope it made sense for you. Um, it's really an introduction to a Divine Feminine series that I think I'm going to dive into and break down concepts for it all to make sense. And um, all of that. I want to read one last thing before I end. And... It actually comes from our book, Capacity to Love. And what's crazy is that this book was written through energy that we were both feeling, that we were both experiencing 
And we knew that we were called for such a time as this to highlight some of these things. But now when we when the information is coming back in confirmation, it's, it's crazy. But I want to read a part of a part of the book that's from the divine masculine. Okay. It starts like this. Over a period of time, we exchange books, videos, songs, and anything else you can think of in quest for deeper knowledge. She allowed me to view the world through her feminine lens, and she was able to see the world through my masculine lens. We healed those two polarities of ourselves and merged as one. This process helped me to realize that in order for a man to reach his highest spiritual level, he has to tap into the unconditional love of a woman to reach the God within fully. This enables him to use more of his right brain, which brings about more creativity, empathy, and higher moral character. Otherwise, he stays trapped in his left brain, logic, and lower animal nature. Historically, women has been and are still the greatest driving forces for man's greatest accomplishments to the point that galaxies, stars, nations, and states have been named after them. This concept came full circle to me. All right. So I just want to, to reiterate that a lot of things that we experience are is about the experience. It's about experiencing something and then trying to figure out what was that that I just experienced. And this whole thing of twin flame and masculine and feminine in unconditional unity in divine love where the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine has been healed and have been uh, liberated. The ego has died and they're both in their God and goddess in balance and harmony is amazing. And it is one of the biggest things that we come on this earth to live and to experience. So that's it. Um, I, I, I hope everything was clear. I hope that you were able to see the videos clear enough as well and some of the photos. But stay tuned because I think this will be a series. All right, guys, please like, subscribe, and share. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.